well, I'm going to train now because that's an old way of, you know, Instead like an old workout. dog like me. That's how we used to say it. Instead of workouts, it's like, what are you training for? And I said, life. That's what I'm training for. <laughs> well, I bought a stereo. I'll never forget this. And he said, you didn't ask me. You didn't consult with me on this purchase. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm married now. I have to do this now. Take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is Couples Synergy. And welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean, and this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at couplesynergy. And please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couples Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. Everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we welcome Robin and Richard Stoloff. They are owners of the company called Ageless Fitness with Rich and Robin. Robin is also the host of the radio show called Living Well with Robin Stoloff, which we were honored to be guests on. Mm -hmm. yes, welcome, Robin Richard. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, we definitely want to learn more about Ageless Fitness, but before we do that, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? How old are you and how long have you guys been together? You're asking our age. Wow, right out of the chute. <laughs> well, okay. this is an audio podcast. <laughs> right. I don't care. 59 and 61. I am every day of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. And uh, so, yeah, and we've been together a long, long time. Yeah. How many yeah. years? Well, I was uh, 23 and Robin was 21 when we met, as we just said a little bit ago, in a gym. So yeah. that's how we uh, that's how we first laid yeah, eyes. Tell us the story of how you met. Uh, I was actually working as an assistant manager in a gym. I had just gotten out of college. I had a uh, exercise physiology degree. And this cute blonde came in looking for a job as an aerobics instructor. <laughs> and uh, I had to, uh, it didn't take much for me to convince the manager that we had to hire this girl. <laughs> and that's kind of how we got to know each other. And we became friends. And then, you know, everything blossomed from there. So we met at the right time. What did you guys do on your first date? Uh, wow. Oh, well, I remember this. At the time, I had a, um, a stick shift station wagon. Wow. Who the heck has a stick stick shift station wagon? But <laughs> I picked her up at her house and we start going. She says, how do you use one of those things? And I said, you're going to find out. So we switched seats and she proceeded to burn out my choke about uh, 30 <laughs> yards down the, uh, the my clutch, about 30 yards down the road. And then we swapped seats. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think was we just went out stopping to dinner, and starting and, yeah, the whole way down the street. I went to a chiropractor the next day <laughs> and all the kinks out of my neck. And... I was like, why do people do this? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first date. Yeah. So what did you guys think about each other when you first met each other? Uh, she was just adorable. And uh, we just clicked. We we really became friends before anything else happened. It was, you know, our senses of humor meshed. Uh, I think our kind of drive in life meshed. 
And uh, it was real easy. Some, you know, sometimes you, you're on a date and things are quiet and you're kind of looking at the other person and say, what can I say to either impress this person or what can I say to get out of here? Or, you know, what can I say? And with Robin, it was just, I remember just, we, you know, we'd chat all night and uh, it was very easy. So it was like uh, friends, but yeah. and we were friends to begin with, because when you work somewhere, you know, it's supposed to be you don't date anyone that you work with kind of thing. So in the very beginning, for at least several months, <laughs> we were just kind of friends. But I always liked him. I, I always say when I first met him and I walked into the gym, he was training somebody. And when I shook his hand, I got like a tingly feeling up my arm. <laughs> I just I just liked him. He just had a great way about him. And, I, you know. It was just great that I got hired because I who knows if I would have ever seen him again. So it was just kind of, I guess, just meant to be. Yeah, it was kismet. <laughs> How long did it take before you knew this was your person? Oh, wow. Um, well, you know, we knew each other for a few months before we even really started dating. But I think once we really started dating, you know, and the sparks started flying, I, I knew pretty early on. And the funny thing is, is even though I knew pretty early on, we dated for 10 years before we got married. So <laughs> it was a whirlwind. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just crazy. But, you know, it was right for us because we were uh, both kind of building a career. And then I kind of changed things after a while uh, in what I was doing. And so did Robin. So it gave us time to kind of grow together before, you know, we made like the big commitment of, you know, getting engaged and that type of stuff. But you know, I, I loved it pretty early on. I can Yeah, I kind of knew like a few months into it. I just knew. You just know. You just have a feeling. But um, we were so young and, you know, we're just getting our careers off the ground. And I actually moved away from we met in the Philadelphia area and I moved to New Jersey, which is about an hour and a half away. So I always joke and say, you know, we only saw each other on the weekends for 10 years. So I always say it's really only equivalent to about three if you add it up. So <laughs> that's all we really saw each other three years worth. But it was uh, it was nice. We, we really look forward to seeing each other on the weekends. He would come down, lived at the shore near the beach. So we spent a lot of time doing that. And then we finally got married 10 years later. <laughs> and was uh, that, was that difficult for either one of you? Did one of you want it sooner and was wondering what was happening? Or were you no. kind of both in agreement? Yeah. I don't think so, because um, I came from a background, like I said, exercise, exercise physiology, and then I owned a gym. And then after doing that for a number of years, I decided I wanted to go to law school. So, you know, it was a change, but, you know, I ran my gym during the day and that's paid for law school uh, at night. And then thank God things worked out. So I think, and Robin was building a career uh, that she was doing. So it, it, it kind of worked out for us, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like I'd say this is the way everybody else needs to do it. And we've talked about that before, um, but it, it, it worked out for us because it let us both kind of grow into, you know, our careers. And mm -hmm. then when we finally did get together, as far as getting engaged and married, we were a little more solid. We had, you know, uh, we had some miles behind us together. We knew each other and we started to be, you know, a little better off all the way around. So. That's, I think we grew up, story. you know, to be married at 21 or 22 is really young. 
And I just feel like we we needed that time. That may work for other people. Oh, yeah, it works for a lot of people. I mean, it's funny. We're it's kind of a you know this dichotomy. Our, our friends were having kids younger, and they were married, and we were dating and going on vacations, and you know living carefree for about ten years. Then we got married and started having <laughs> kids, and as their kids got older, we're like, yeah, where are the diapers? And we're too yeah, old for yeah, that. But, yeah, yeah. You know, started it, late. It all works out. So yeah. you both started in fitness, but then went into very different careers, right? Yeah. You went to law and then I believe, Robin, you went into TV, like TV right? Yeah. Right. There was a local NBC affiliate down where I moved in New Jersey and a um, small station. And I started in the sales department. And then a couple of years into it, I kind of created, invented a job, um, which was um, being a health reporter. I went to the manager and I said, you guys really need a health reporter and I know the perfect candidate for it. <laughs> That's kind of how that came about. So um, basically it was, you know, if you get a sponsor, you can do it. And so I got a sponsor and it just kind of developed. And I did that for many years. The, the, the segment that I did became the longest running segment in New Jersey, health health feature in New Jersey, which I was pretty proud of. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. She really yeah. did a great job yeah. with that. Yeah. Not the pat her on the back. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys live together before you got married? No, no, we lived and that, you know, maybe that was we kind of joked like maybe that was part of the success is because we really see each other on weekends. Mm -hmm. I was in Philly. I was running my gym. And then, you know, when running the gym and going to law school at night, it was crazy. But there'd always be the weekends that we'd get together. So, you know, we were kind of chomping at the bit to see each other that way. Yeah, because back yeah. then people really didn't live together before marriage. No. Not as much. I mean, you know, we're talking 80s, 90s. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. like I said, some did and it worked out great. It's just everybody's got their own yeah. story. But it was different because when you get married, there's all that other stuff that goes with that, which you learn after you get married. Right. Finances and taking out the trash and who's going to cook dinner. And then when you have kids, we know that's a whole set of responsibilities. So it was just about fun. You know, we just saw yeah. each other on the weekends. It was just about fun. So that was a great, I thought it was a great way to date. I thought it was great. <laughs> All the fun with none of the, the heavy stuff, you know? So once you guys got married and then started living together in the same space, what Hold kind on, of... let's hear their engagement story. Oh, yeah, let's see. Okay, let's go back back to engagement <laughs> first. All right. Yeah, tell us your engagement story. Uh, well, you mean how we got engaged? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I did. I did it during a uh, fight. The uh, it was the night uh, of our anniversary. Ten yeah, years. It was ten, ten year, year anniversary. anniversary. And Bo and I'm a big fight fan. And Bo and Holyfield were fighting. And I don't know if you guys ever watch boxing or indoor, but there was a fight called the Fan Man fight, where in the middle of a fight, this guy swoops in in Las Vegas into the ring in this crazy. <laughs> <laughs> fan he had on his back Co totally disrupted the fight anyway that was the night i proposed and <laughs> thank god she said yes and uh it, you know that, i guess that's the story it was delayed because the fight was delayed he yeah. wanted to do it sooner so yeah, i got this ring wait. in my pocket i'm like this guy's gotta fly into the ring tonight <laughs> and i can't get the fight <laughs> so, yeah. you, you should have had him fly the ring in that would have yeah, been great if i only knew <laughs> If I only that thought about that. That would have been a good that. story. Yeah. <laughs> Except we were in Atlantic City and he was in Vegas. So we were watching on closed circuit. We were yeah, at the yeah. fight. So uh, why did you decide then? That was the time. Uh, well, I, I guess it was 10 years, right? Yeah, well, well he's year got done law school. I finished law school. Mm -hmm. I had a, a couple of years of practicing under my belt. 
uh, starting to get a little more secure in things. And uh, that's when I just said, you know what, um, you know, I think I'm, you know, I'm ready to go. And I, you know, I think I got the sense that Robin was ready too. We had, we had had fun, we dated, we did it more lighter for 10 years. And mm -hmm. then I think we're ready to start to build a life together. I think everything we did kind of built up to that. But then, you know, once once you get married, then you're really a team. You know, you're going to yeah, be a team. Yeah, well, that, I have now. to say, that was an adjustment because after our honeymoon, it, we went to work and then I was sort of like, oh my God, he's still here. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> weird feeling. I was used to him leaving. And then I bought, back then you bought stereos. Nobody buys that anymore. I bought a stereo. I'll never forget this. And he said to me, we needed one. Our stars broke. And I just went out and got one. And he said, you didn't ask me, you didn't consult with me on this purchase. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm married now. I have to do this now. I was so used to 10 years making my own money, buying my stuff. If I needed it, I got it. It wasn't like, it didn't even occur to me. <laughs> I thought, oh, I better start talking to him about this stuff. So there was an adjustment for me, at least that way. And I'm sure for you too. I mean, just just the changes that you go through when you get married. Well, it's it it's probably one of the biggest changes you'll ever do, especially if you weren't living together day to day up till that. Yeah. You know, some people, if they live together for five years, they have a honeymoon and it's just, you know, they, they come back, back and it's, their house. <laughs> it's what you were doing before. And, you know, for us, that was a change. Yeah. Uh, but it was pretty easy to overcome. Yeah. In fact, it was, you know, it was fun. Pretty it was actually quickly. exciting. We got our first place to live. We got a condo and, you know, it was fun fixing it up and that kind of stuff. It was, it was a new adventure together. Yeah, that was going to be my question about that transition period after getting married. How long did that period go on for? You well, know, there's maybe some items I don't discuss with him <laughs> that I purchase, but we won't discuss. We won't get into that now. I see the boxes every day, guys. I know the boxes. <laughs> you, you, you may not see all the boxes. I see the bills. <laughs> so, Were there any other adjustments that you guys had to make? being a, a couple instead of two individuals? Um, you know, I think we fell into a pattern pretty quickly, like shopping, getting the food, you know, that mundane stuff, like doing the laundry. But the one thing, you know, that I think really helped us is, you know, the, the whole fitness aspect. We always love to work out during that 10 years, uh, you know, that we uh, dated, we always would train together and do or do you know, act sports activities, be athletic together. And then while I was an attorney, I've never stopped training. In fact, we built a home gym and, um, you know, that's always been a, a, a binding thing for us. Now we have kids, you know, our son, you know, they're both a little bit older. Our son's 21, our daughter's 18. They work out with us, which is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's kind of been a, a real glue for us, I would say. That's yeah. We've cool. had personal trainers and, uh, they would compete, and whenever they were going into a competition, so much of their life was dedicated to that that it destroyed their relationships. They had a very difficult time in relationships. If yeah, if they both weren't in it, yeah, that's mm -hmm. tough. You don't understand the other person's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, we both did that. We both did some competitions, but we did that before, you know, while we were dating. So mm -hmm. it was easy to, you know, you know be a jerk outside of her site and, <laughs> yeah. you know you're you know, hungry the it's hard yeah but it's we hard. we don't we don't do anything like that now i mean we work out we're pretty religious about it but you know there's no competitions or things like that and 
you know, if somebody, if one of us is, has a little, like a mini goal, like, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds, it's easy to support the other person because it's an achievable goal instead of trying to get in the best condition of my life or trying to break this number, you know? I mean, nobody so, wants to see that anyway, yeah, it's, right? It's, <laughs> no more bodybuilding for well, us. Well, it's tough. I mean, yeah. you know, when someone is driven like that, one, of, one person has a goal, the other person either has to kind of step back and be their cheering section or prep their meals or it's like yeah. anything else. Someone has a big business meeting, they're going to tell their partner, this is what I'm trying to do. And the partner has to sit there and listen and try yeah. to get feedback. So um, that can always be a challenge and things like that. But, you know, uh, other than the, the just the pressures of work and, you know, going ahead, we don't have anything like that outside. So, you know. Yeah. There, there, there's uh, statistics that say married people are fatter than single people. Fatter? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, when the wife gets pregnant, I think, yeah, I think the whole household starts to gain weight. Absolutely. Right and my mom was a great cook. So we if we ate at her place a lot, we would have been, you know, really overweight. But fortunately, we didn't do that all the time. And I, you know, it's funny, it must have skipped a gene because she was a great cook and I'm an okay cook. But I'm glad I don't know all of her recipes because they weren't, they weren't the healthiest recipes. And we just cook very basic. That's that's how we eat. And we grew up in very similar, you know, values wise, very similar families, but different types of eating. He was a lot more meat, meat and potatoes, would you say? And we were a lot more pasta, Italian family, pasta, meatballs, that kind of thing. But um, we just learned to make, you know, we do grilled chicken, grilled fish. We're very just kind of probably boring eaters compared to mm -hmm. what most people eat, but we like it. That's what we like. Now, did you guys stay with your careers as an attorney and, you know, Robin, I know you're doing radio now, right? Yeah, yeah. My TV station closed. I'd still be there if they <laughs> if they were there, I'd be there, but they're not. So, yeah, I'm doing radio. Yeah, and I, I continue to practice. Uh, you know, I found something that I really like to do. So it's, you know, to me, it's never been a chore to put in the hours. It's always kind of been a challenge. So, yeah, I'm still at it. Okay, and throughout your careers, fitness has always been a uniting factor for the two of you. I think so, and I think not only a uniting factor with us and with our kids, but kind of a uh, uh, definitely a pivot point for me. It kind of keeps me grounded, and no matter what goes on, you know, if you if you have that workout, and you know, sometimes I'm at, I'm at work, and if it's stressful, I think you know, okay, I get to train tonight, or if I'm training in the morning, you know, you go to bed, what a day, but I get to work out tomorrow. You know, so that kind of blows off the steam. It's something to look forward to. And it, it just resets your buttons, you know. It kind of, you know, just aims you in the right direction for the next day. So it's been pretty valuable for us. It's totally different from how most people view fitness, right? Most people are like, oh, I have to do this. This is drudgery. <laughs> I think Rich, and I do too, I, but maybe him more with, with the weights, thinks more of it as like a privilege and like, you know, you get to, you get to do it. And I, you know, when I used to teach my workout classes um, before my gym closed, boy, I'm getting a complex here. Everything closes, <laughs> my gym closed over COVID. Um, I would always say to my class, aren't you, don't we, aren't we thankful that we can be here working out? Aren't we glad we're able to even, there, you had to get up two flights of steps to get to the, the fitness room. And I would say there are people that can't even get up those steps. And here we are taking care of our body, taking care of ourselves and being thankful for mm -hmm. what we have. And, um, and I think both of us feel that way about it. I mean, I play tennis and I do kind of different things, but Rich loves the weights and he'll come home from work, maybe a little stressed, like a long day, go down our basement gym. It's in the basement. And he 
pops up like, woohoo. <laughs> it says, he's just like a new person. And I can always tell he's just so happy after he gets his workout in. Because I, I think that's a great, great perspective to have. I, you know, Gene and I were big hikers and avid hikers. And, Terrific. you know, that's yeah. something you have to keep in your head also is that gratitude that you're able to come and see things that a lot of people can't even when it's really tough. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, when you know you, it, it's something that you can on is when you can't do it for some reason. Um, I've almost never been, unless I'm on trial, I always make time to do it, whether it's, I mean, she's seen, I've trained at five in the morning, I've trained at 11 at night. But when you really know, and unfortunately, when you get to be my age, you know, and you get dinged or you get, you know, something that you can't train because something's bothering you for a couple of days, it's like you become an animal. It's like, I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta train. So that's how, you know, you know, it's becomes a part of you when you really miss it for that. So when she says it's a privilege, you know, you, you really, you thank God you're healthy enough to do it. You thank God you're injury free enough to do it. And, you know, you just hope you can do it till, you know, yeah, till, yeah. till it's over. Well, right. I used to have a friend that used to say, this is not a dress rehearsal. Like, you're in it. This is your life. Well, that's sometimes what she'll say. She's like, you're, okay, so I'm, well, I'm going to train now because that's an old way of, you know, like instead an old workout. dog like me. That's how we used to say it instead of workout. She's like, what are you training for? And I said, life. That's what I'm training <laughs> for. The next day, you know, it's, you, you know, you get it in. And you, but the hiking thing is terrific. Yeah, and and uh, that that's something great. that we've tried to do. Uh, we probably don't do it uh, as often as you, but when we go on vacations and stuff, how did you guys fall into that? How did that become the thing? Well, yeah, when I start. was 49, I was looking at 50, and I, uh, I bought a Fitbit watch. And because of our work, we sit a lot. And I was walking about 1,800 steps a day, which is what I found worse than smoking cigarettes or something, yeah. they say. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit to hike 1,000 miles. So I had seen the movie Wild by, uh, um, what, what was her name? Was uh -huh. She was in it, but Cheryl, Cheryl Strait was the author of a book. Right, right. And that's what she did. She went and hiked the uh, Pacific Crest Trail for 90 days. So this turned into, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, and I have this journal and I recorded it and all the miles and it turned into, uh, one of them was a 200 mile hike on the John Muir wow. trail over 20 days. And so we did all these, every other weekend we would go and we would drive to the Appalachian trail or somewhere in Kentucky or wherever we could find to get to, to, to train. Uh, cause we don't live by mountains. Chicago is pretty flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, wow. And That's then on my 50th birthday, we did the last mile in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. That's great. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And then it just kind of, you know, what I find is that it's sort of like a spiral. And if you're doing it, if you're going up the spiral, you're eating healthy, you're working out, and then you miss it when you don't do it. But when you're going the other way, and the less you work out and the less you eat well, the less you feel like it, and that's where it's the drudgery part. So it gets very difficult. So when I was doing that, I think after the John Muir Trail, I had broken my toe and chipped a bone in my ankle, oh, and I wow. still had 400 miles to go. And and I was out there, and I would look, I would look at how many days, and I divvy it up, and it would be like I had to do six miles a day, but then I'd miss a day or two for some reason, and then I'm like, okay, now I have to do extra, or I have to do more, and. And it was, it was a really big discipline for me. And it was really, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about life and myself. And mm -hmm. we learned a lot about each other. 
because he joined me in it. Oh, that's so great. Which is really difficult because he's doing it for me. So when it got hard, it got rough for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Which, you know, for the two of you, you guys had the same value set right from the beginning about fitness. I imagine that's a lot easier than to be able to, you know, inspire each other, you know, to keep going. I think that's a, I think that's a real important uh, point, Dr. Ray, because mm -hmm. if, if, if two people get either start at the same time or when they're together, they have that interest. It's not so much one pulling another. And that's a, that's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great that if one person's into it, they get the other person into it. And sometimes that person's then interest will exceed the first person, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think one thing that has helped us is it's never been like when we're on vacation, it's never like I want to get up and say, Hey, look, let's find a gym and let's work out. Like, cause some of the fun of that is just seeing a new gym or something like that. And it's never, we're on vacation. I don't, want to i don't want to work out you know mm -hmm. she has that interest and you know that's we we get along uh, and we're so compatible in so many other ways thank god but that's something that's you know never been really pulling us apart that somebody wants to exercise and if one of us wants to exercise and the other doesn't it's like go oh, you know get a good workout see when you're done it's yeah. not that you're leaving me you know so right. we've been we've been fortunate that way mm -hmm. that's great yeah. and how much how much quality time would you guys say you spend together in a week no screens and no kids, just the two of you. So this is something we've tried to do, and I really credit Robin for this. She really wanted us to get back to family dinners. And, you know, when I was building the career between everything I was doing, you know, you kind of fall into this habit that, okay, I'm just going to grab something to eat, and the kids will grab something to eat, you know, we'll see each other at some point. But when Robin started stressing, let's try to sit down, we have a rule when we sit there and eat, no phones. You know, so we usually get an hour or so. We're sitting with our kids, talk about the day. And sometimes they'll sneak a phone in there. And I'm like, get that. You know. but, <laughs> yeah. but for the most part, we really try to stay off of screens, you know, which is everybody calls them. So the I can tell you that usually at dinner time, especially on the weekends and almost every night during the week, we have quality time where we sit down and eat. Um, and that's probably our best shot. And then on weekends, we spend a lot of time together. Yeah, we would, um, you know, over COVID, we all got real chummy with each other, didn't we? <laughs> we all, yeah. It's like go to work. What are you still <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put a mask on? Get yeah. out of here. And um, but I personally feel like I felt feel a little bit like I fell in like I started working more from home and I feel like I'm home more. I feel like we haven't gone out as much. It just we fell into that. And I really want to try to get back into doing it more. And there's there's nights we're just like, oh, let's just watch a movie. <laughs> It's easier as you get a little older, you're tired, you know, Friday night. But I really do want to try to do a little bit more fun stuff, even with our kids, you know, just go to a show or do just do something different. But a lot of times we spend it like maybe we'll go to the boardwalk and walk together or just walk as a family. You know, a lot of the stuff we do is is active. We go on family vacations and we're, we all go to the gym together. So they're really the moments I think that we spend the most quality time, don't you? Like being active. I think so. I think so. Or, or dinner time. That's yeah. it. And, and yeah. you guys are basically working together. You're in the office like most of the day. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, not to flip the script. It's just out of curiosity. How's that work for you folks? Because, you know, when you're working together, it's different than when you're just sitting down having a meal or relaxing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we see each other a lot and we spend a lot of time with each other. And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine not spending that time. 
That's great. Aww. You know, it's really interesting in our life. We, we met at work and we've always worked for the same companies until we had our own company. And uh, we have separate offices. And so we might not see each other all day because we're with our own clients or whatever. Mm -hmm. But our our relationship and our work, it became the same. And so it's our, our life just sort of rolls kind of differently. And we have a house in Colorado. And when we're there, there is no going out. There's not much to do except be with each other. And so we have a really strong affinity for sitting outside and watching the stars and having a fire. And um, we, we try to get outside as much as possible. And when we hike, we don't even talk at all. We don't even talk. We're, right. we're both in our own spaces. Um, and it's it's been really interesting. And, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't work with my spouse, whatever. But that's how people used to live. You know, you lived in yep. your house on the prairie or whatever, and you survive together. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I don't think either one of us have a huge drive. Every now and then we do something called a walkabout where we go away by ourselves for three to four, two to three days mm -hmm. and just really spend time knowing yourself. Oh, so that's always been really important. To Most guys call that a golf trip. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we spend we spend a lot of time together. Yeah, yeah, that's great. But you know, you said something that if we're just talking about relationships, that was interesting to me. You'll you'll hike and you're just kind of you're out there doing it together. You're together, but you don't have to say anything. And I think that's something that you know when you're comfortable with somebody that you can just sit there and the mm -hmm. silence isn't like deafening. The silence is very comfortable. You know, I think that's a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we, when we work out, sometimes you, when you're in your zone and doing your thing, or a lot of times with my daughter, we do the girl workout, you know, and he's doing his thing. We kind of know, like, we're not going to chat right now. You know, this mm -hmm. is, this is like, we're working out and this is our time for that. So that's, and, and Rich is saying, because he always feels very uh, passionate about fitness, is it can't not work. So I know oh. that's incorrect English. Yeah. <laughs> well, I coined that when I was real young. So I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't real strong in the grammar when I coined that. But, but that's, it's true. that's something I always used to say with my training buddies. They're like, you know, uh, I've trained for a couple of months. I don't know if I'm going to see results. And I'd always say it can't not work. If you yeah. put in the work, you'll get the results. Absolutely. So shut up and train. And you always feel great. Thing. I mean, I always just tell people that the hardest part is getting your sneakers on. Just <laughs> get your sneakers on and get started. Because if you just sit there and think about it too long, you're never going to do it. And you never regret your workout. Every time you're done, I'm sure whenever you have your hikes and you look back mm -hmm. on it, you're like, wow can't believe we did that. That was great. Right. It just makes you feel yeah. so good, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally that you've achieved something. There's something about that. And there's I, a, I'm, there's a saying that says off to the mountains, I go to lose my mind and find my soul. <laughs> and I think when you push your body to that degree, that's how it works, right? Where you just have this, uh, you, you almost all your emotions have to find balance again. And it, all filters out and then you find this place that's just lovely well it's just very satisfying facing a challenge and overcoming it mm -hmm. you know it's even more so facing a challenge together and coming out you know stronger you know, on the other end 
I, well, I was about what you learned. I mean, yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but it just popped my mind. Think about what you learned when you were hurt. And, you know, Jean's hurt. Dr. Ray's yeah. still walking with her. I mean, that's yeah. that's a tremendous thing. So not only does that bind you guys, but you learn a lot about yourself, which you can push through. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, there was a, there was a point right before the big 200 mile hike where he got an infection in his foot. Oh, my God. And we weren't sure if he could do it. And I went on a hike by myself and it was up to this place in Wisconsin and it was really beautiful. And I, I thought if he couldn't do it, I still got to do it. This is my goal. I'm going to still do this. And I got up there without him and I couldn't do it. Uh, I couldn't have gone through that and then come back and said, uh, missed it. You know? so uh, nice. Oh, that's nice. You yeah. guys are real. How long have you two been together? We are going on our 25th year. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever feel when you're listening to other people that it's like, does that ever kind of affect you and your, your relationship or just in, in your daily lives? A I'm absolutely. Sure you hear some absolutely. stories. Yes. Yeah. We have heard thousands and thousands of stories, you know, and when working with couples, you know, we, we learn a lot from the couples that we work with. You know, just the struggles and challenges that they go through and how they go through it, it, it teaches us even more. If you think about your concept of training and your training for life, nobody really thinks about that with love. But love is an art. It is something that you have to learn and practice. And, you know, people will think it's just natural and it's just supposed to happen. And so we've learned so much about who we are and and what it's like to be in relationship as human beings and watching other people do that and showing them there's a formula, you know, and it's like, it can't not work. Right. If they do the work, it can't not work. <laughs> They're going to steal that now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, that passion is, is that would be our equivalent of your fitness life. Ours is, is we work that hard on love. And, and understanding relationships and learning how to do that. That's a great point. It Can really you guys is. talk about why you're passionate now about helping? And is it in particular couples that you want to coach? Um, I think so. And I think, you know, just looking at because we've been at it for so long, you know, because of our age, you got to figure that, you know, I've been I've been training since I'm 13. You know, 61, that's a lot of road behind me of, you know, very, and the one thing that I, I feel I can impart and Robin can impart at, you know, where she has now is because what did you start training in? Like, Probably the, around 17, 18, 17. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she's competed in various things. So, you know, we, a lot of people can go and say, oh, I can tell you how to train when you're 20, when you're 30, when you're 40, when you're 50, because let's face it, you always have to change some things because you change, you physically change, you mentally change, your metabolism changes, your recovery your changes. Your life changes. <laughs> so, you know, what, the one thing looking back now is I can tell you how to work out from your teens to your 20s, to your 30s, to your 40s, to your 50s, and to 61. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you how to train to 62, but hopefully I'll be able to part that soon. But the point is, is that because we've experienced these different phases, 
I can train my son now because I was a 21-year-old kid who was packing on size and lifting big weights. And I can talk to a lot of people, a lot of age groups, and Robin can do the same thing. So if you're asking what makes us passionate about now is I just think just hanging in there and being able to do it for this long and staying fairly healthy, touch wood, and fairly injury-free, touch wood, and still seeing some results, you know, everybody's different, but, uh, you know, I can sh- I can give and Robin can give some pretty solid ideas of how to do it. So we feel that that's the benefit because so many people didn't have the luxury of starting in their teens and continuing it all this time. Yeah. So somebody who's 50 who says, you know, I want to finally get in shape. You know, we can give them an idea how to do that just because we've been there. Yeah. And also hopefully stay injury free because we've both been, as we said, banged up a little bit over the years so we've we've learned what not to do as well as what to do you know you don't want to overtrain you need rest days and you know when you're younger you just think you're invincible and as you get a little bit older you find out you're really not that's (laughs) a great point that's true and that's what you you live through that you really do feel absolutely i love that i love and have a lot of respect for that longevity you know we feel the same way we really can help couples who've been at it 20 plus years people are in it for two or three years you know, and all the phases and all the stages and all the development and the different needs and how things change. And I think there's not a lot of great information about all those different stages. So that is really awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a really and it's kind of like if you look what you guys did, it's the same thing. I mean, a couple could come to you and what they're they may be in their 50s and just kind of started or freshly married. And, you know, they, they don't have that long road behind them of 20 some odd years. So dealing mm-hmm. with them is different than somebody or a couple that's been together for 20 years and is coming for guidance. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you have the experience yep. to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I do like what you said about you know, why aren't we putting the time and effort into a relationship when you watch a movie and the people fall in love and they kiss and then that's the end. There's credits. And what happens after that? <laughs> you right. know, we never see that part. I mean, Apple, they, ever you know, after. that's, that's just the beginning. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's just life. The yeah, that is just the beginning. And and it doesn't it seems like this magic poof, like, oh, it's all going to be just great. And that's sort of what we're fed in a way as kids. Mm-hmm. So it, it really, you know, it, I, I think it's it's kind of unfair and in some ways like people should really know before they get into a relationship kind of what to expect and that's probably what you do as well absolutely yeah Yeah, that would be like taking your five-year-old and getting them some figure skating lessons and then poof they're in the olympics yeah (laughs) exactly it doesn't work they didn't have to fall down at all or learn anything else or right develop and yeah. You know, you talked about being kind of banged up and going through difficult times. Can can you guys talk about a really challenging time that the two of you have been through and kind of how sure. you got through it? Um, uh, are you talking about like through the train or I, I guess if you're asking like what our passion is, heck, I've, you know, I've been through the ringer. I've had two back surgeries. I've had a shoulder surgery because I was very, you know, when, when I was younger, I was, uh, uh, I lifted heavy and, um, you know, and I didn't always have like a lot of what I learned is from trial and error and going through and getting banged up and looking back and saying, you know, I could have avoided some of that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like you're, my son loves these uh, wild animal uh, uh, shows and they always show like an old lion 
or, you know, the head of the pride, he's kind of on a rock looking down. And when they focus in, he's got all these scars on his nose and the fights, you know, and he survived that, you know, and he learned from that. And that's kind of like when you, when you make it through something that you're passionate about and have, you'll have all these other injuries, those scars, what you have, like my surgery, stuff I've been through, I learned from. So, you know, you can guide somebody else how to try to avoid some of that stuff. So those things mm -hmm. were challenging just as far as, you know, downtime from not getting a workout and just downtime from life and recovering from it and kind of picking yourself up by the bootstraps and saying, heck with this, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get through this, but let's face it. Don't cry for me. I mean, I'm only telling you things that I had. If you're asking what's challenging, people have been through a heck of a lot worse and overcome yeah, a heck of a lot absolutely. more, but you learn from it. It's your, it's your experience with the, with the fracture and getting through your hiking you yeah. know or the or the the infection and things like that it's a, it's the same darn thing like you know those are challenging things that you overcome so you know i guess every little bump in the road where it's a little pebble or it's you know it's a big pothole you, you kind of learn from mm -hmm. but those are some of the things that you know if you ask me do following the passion those are things that i had do you have anything you want to oh gosh <laughs> Well, I, I was in a bicycle accident, which, you know, I almost got hit by a car, flipped over the handlebars, broke my hip. Oh my and 10 years later, I was on crutches and I was only like 28. And thank God I was in pretty good shape because they said, you know, you could have really, really been seriously injured. But um, it was like a, a hairline fracture of my hip. But I years later, I really feel it had to do with um, just I was off. My body was off. It wasn't right. And um, I, I needed I had problems with my neck um, after that. And I had to get neck surgery. So I have, a, you know, I have a plate in my neck. So I have limited range of motion. I have some issues with my knees because I play so much tennis and I get and I worked out like that, too, when I was younger, just like I'm going to work through the pain. I'll be fine. <laughs> you know, so you live and you learn like now something starts to hurt. We, we stop or we, we cut it down or, you know, we, we, we figured it out. You, you can't just push through it all, all the time. How but, do you guys um, apply that to your relationship? Very, yeah, figure it out is very optimistic, but yeah, you know, well, we, yeah. But I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. How, how do those life lessons apply in your relationship when it gets tough and you get down and you're muscling through something? Yeah, I think that just, you know, for us, I mean, at this point, you know, being together so long, really growing up together, 23 and 21, we've been together almost nonstop. Uh, you know, I, we told you the way we dated, but still every weekend, I mean, we spent a lot of time, learned a lot about each other. I mean, I admire her. I, I, I think, you know, I look at my wife and I see the way, you know, all the attributes she has, how tough she is and, you know, how she really goes for a goal. She's a determined little critter. Oh, and uh, thank you. I yeah. feel the same way about yeah, you. Though. She's very positive. She's, you know, I, I, I'm a lucky cat. I, I always say I married up, you know, like only <laughs> in America could a guy like me get a girl like Not that. Not true but, at all. Uh, I, I think that just that kind of, you know, help, you know, whatever couples have, whether, you know, you have a financial issue or you have a health issue or the death of a relative or something like yeah. that. You know, you can you can lean on your spouse. Rich and, lost uh, both his parents about what was it now eleven years? In two thousand eleven, they both passed away. Yeah, yeah eleven years. And, and Robin just lost her mom last so, year. Yeah. You know those type of things. You kind of rally together and and um, yeah. and Support I think each yeah, other. I think your history together helps you overcome. Yeah, and my TV station closed, which was a weird. I mean, I know that sounds like and certainly not anything like a death, but there was a little loss, a feeling of loss. Sure. Then I was there thirty years, and for it to close down, I. I you know, I got married and had two kids while I was working there. I, my whole, it was my whole life.
life. And it was something important to me. I love doing that. I love bringing health information to people. And it just felt like it, you know, just the rug was pulled out from under us. And it was just a really weird, I never expected to feel like that. I kind of knew it was coming, but when it did happen, it felt like I lost a friend, you know, it was 30 years in the same company, which is so rare mm -hmm. <laughs> these days. Yeah. So yeah, that was a tough time to go through. But Rich is always there to like, Rich is good about like, okay, you had your moment to wallow and now let's go. <laughs> you know, like he's good about that, you know, because it's true. What good does that do you? Just pick yourself up and let's go. And so that's kind of what happened. You know, you just, just move on to the next thing because it doesn't do you any good to just mope or wallow or feel sorry for yourself because, you know, <laughs> that doesn't move you forward in any way. Yeah. So last question. What is it that your partner does that you know they love you? Uh, she hasn't changed the lock on the house, so I can still <laughs> get in every day. So every time that key fits, I'm like... <laughs> It's a good day. Uh, uh, you know what? We, uh, I think that just the, the little things, waking up, I, I look at her, it's so easy for me to tell her, you know, oh, you look beautiful today. He does. She always My does hair could me. be standing yeah. up on end, just yeah. getting out of bed. You look great. I think you don't want to take that <laughs> you need stuff. Glasses. From, from us, you know, if you're looking from my perspective, you don't, just don't want to take those little things for granted. Just a, a, a kiss in the morning, hello, mm -hmm. a kiss goodbye, you know, uh, if the kids aren't up, I, you know, I try to say, tell the kids I love them, send the message. Yeah. You know, uh, it, little things go a long way, I think, in a relationship. And we're very huggy with each other. I mean, we are like one time he was leaving for work or not that long ago and he was in a hurry and he was leaving. And I was like, wait a minute, come back here. I want my kiss yeah. because we all know in life, you know, life is precious and you just never know. So you always want to make sure you leave with a kiss and you and you hug each other when you get home, you know. Yeah. Because there'll be a last important. time. Right. Yeah. You never yeah. know. I mean, I right. think of that with my mom, you know. Yeah. So just don't forget the little things. I think yeah. that's, that's been our kind of success. Well, Richard Robin, what where can people find out more about Ageless Fitness? It's agelessfitnessteam.com. And we have a place on there if you have any questions or need any help with your fitness program. Just just let us know, contact us, and, and we'll be in touch with you. And we're also, of course, on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube all over the place under Ageless Fitness, or my channel is Living Well with Robin Stoloff. And is yeah, this something people would do virtually? <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. Is this yeah. something you guys do virtually? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can work with anybody. Virtually, yes. We'll work with anybody, whether they have a home gym or whether they have a soup can, you know, uh, to work out with, or if they have a full gym that they go to every day, you know, whatever their equipment is, we are, we can work a, a program for them or, and whatever their goal is. Some people want to gain muscle. Some people want to lose fat or do both, or, you know, there's, there's guys that want to get bigger actually. And, you know, I never had, had that goal. I always want to be smaller. <laughs> but yeah, so we'd be happy to help. And we do, you know, I think it would be nice to focus on couples because it's a great thing to do together. It's a wonderful piece. It's wonderful glue, a wonderful part of our relationship. And I think bonding. it's so good for, it is yeah. bonding. And, and you guys are doing it. I'm impressed, yeah, you know, with the hiking are. and everything, that that type of thing, you know, it, 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 it definitely gives you a bind. You Thank know. you. Thank yeah. you. We will definitely put all of those uh, links in the show notes 
so that uh, all of our listeners can get in contact with you guys. Thank That's you. awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, Appreciate really, you having us on. It was really a pleasure. Really great. Yeah. Well, thank you both for being on the podcast. This has been really awesome. It's our pleasure. You know, sharing stories is ways that human beings have been bonding, healing, and growing since the beginning of time. And we hope that by you guys sharing your story, it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners. Definitely has. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. We want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today on Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoy the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, our home study course, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.